that was the worst NWO thing I've ever heard. NWO. So, um, I thought it was like the NWO theme. Not for nothing, but y'all are gonna pile on verbal sushi, but not that. <laughs> I, I I feel personally betrayed. I don't know. I was just. To be fair, my audio was doing me. Uh, to be fair, my audio did me a justice and uh, blocked most of that out. <laughs> the ooh, I was going on like the um, the new day used to open their podcast like that. Oh, okay. Mm, yeah. Let's not no. say we did. <laughs> Got it. I mean, hey, I could have opened it the way I opened on sixty nine whiskey. Mm, yeah, that. Alonzo, you... Eric didn't punch you through the screen. <laughs> Alonzo, you, I did that same intro on episode fifteen, and you messaged me about uh, that. Oh uh, yes, yeah, so <laughs> I was. I was studying, and my um, notes got uh, soaked with Sprite, so thank you, Jared. <laughs> Glad like, I I've never spit my drink at Ooh. humor ever, and that was the one time where I did. Mm. Ouch. Well, I'm sorry, not sorry for your notes. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, I do them in pencil. It's cool. Okay, there you go. Um, there you go, and there we go. We have gone here, wherever here is. Um... Where are we? Uh, well, I mean, I took a right down Jabroni Boulevard and I found you guys, so. Where are we? Checked into the SmackDown Hotel, <laughs> seeing that my room number was 316, and here you guys are. Yes. Yeah. Um, we'll tell you first, I'm Jared. And I'm Jordan. And welcome back to the J&J Securecast podcast, a podcast about who cares. Who cares? We, we care. care. Stuff we That's care right. about. Yeah, stuff we care about. And if there's something you don't care about that we're talking about, you can check the time codes in the description that Jared here took takes time to write out after this while he's editing, as always. But today, we're talking about things like uh, Matt and Alonzo being here. Hello, they're here. Welcome. Hello. Glad to have you both here. Um, either of you want to introduce or say anything about yourselves? Matt, yeah, I know you were. Don't you? Didn't you just get a job recently? Some paper, another paper, or no? Uh, I did. Well, first of all, I hail from parts unknown. There you yeah. go. <laughs> and uh, you know, uh, my my name is Matt. Uh, in my day job, I am a copywriter for a sports merchandise company, Foco. Uh, but at night, I do enjoy a little bit of the wrestling. So I'm here on the J and J Securecast to uh, help break down the second two night WrestleMania in a row. Oh, very nice. Yes. <laughs> All that's right, basically I'm what Alonzo. we're going to be talking a lot about tonight. Yeah. Um, I guess I'm from Death Valley. <laughs> um, I guess I'm just, uh, you know, by day I'm valet manager and student working on my mechanics degree. And by night I'm a bloke who's been watching wrestling for the past 20 years. So oh, hopefully I have some yeah. interesting um, insight. Yes. I think I think uh, so. The thing is that the four of us would gather all the time for all the WWE pay per views, just or just like all of them for real. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> until it became until it really like well, until it got bad and you know everything we couldn't see each other. We the last WWE the last WWE pay per view um, elimination chamber we all watched that together. Oh God, that's right. Yeah, we oh, did. The four of us. It was a week after I had that revolution party. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, you guys mm-hmm. were there too. It was a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, we're glad to have you guys on here, though. Uh, we are the Four Horsemen, as I as I christened our group chat. <laughs> the Jared, four- the Four Horsemen is so <laughs> 1980s, man. We got it. Then what about the Pinnacle? <laughs> I guess. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Chris I'm not trying there. to get knocked out by Mike Tyson. You're on your own there. <laughs> That's Jordan. true. Oh God, you're right. True. Like, this well, ain't the Hangover. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, well, we'll get to the rest. Like, first, I gotta talk some um, corrections that I made. I said good morning to Jordan. Apparently, the podcast last time at the beginning. I'm trying to remember. You know what? I think you did. I did. I, I said good morning. Trying to remember? Yeah. <laughs> um, we recorded in the evening. I was told also by my friend um, who listened to you talk about Peaky Blinders, she was in uh, the chat while I was editing and said that you should watch The Crown. The Crown, okay. Is that a Netflix show? Hold on, I'm looking looking this up just to find out. Another note that I can say real quick is that... Oh, okay. Yeah, is that there will be more than six episodes of Dark Side of the Ring, like I I mentioned last week. Um, Only six of the topics were initially revealed. Um, Alonzo, I know you've seen that that show, that series. It's amazing. Yeah, it is an amazing show. And it's Matt, actually... you have too, right? Yeah. Yeah, I, I haven't seen too many episodes, but uh, the one I did see was the Chris Benoit episode. And, I mean, Vice just oh. does an amazing job with this show. Uh, getting wrestlers, you know, getting firsthand accounts, recreations. It's all just so good. I mean, I, I can't recommend Dark Side of the Ring enough. If you guys who are listening... Do get the chance to check it out. Do so expeditiously. Yep, six of the topics I revealed last week were uh, they talk. They're going to talk about Brian Pillman. Mm-hmm. They're going to talk about uh, Ultimate Warrior. They're going to talk about um, I can't remember anything else right now. If I'm being honest with you guys, I'm, oh, I'm going to try and guess Brian Pillman, Ultimate Warrior. Oh I think those man, are the only two that I actually were I've like never... I okay. mattered about. Um. There was another big one though. Oh, Collision in Korea. I've never backed. I can't wait for that one. Yes, Collision in Korea. Uh, David Arquette doing a death match, I believe. I think you're right. Nick Gage also. Yes, God. Gage is the main topic, but they're going to cover David Arquette stepping into a death match for. Oh, that's cool. (laughs) Reasons that apparently only David Arquette knew and understood. Uh, Yep, they were they were for him. Yeah. Anyway. Yes. Uh, there's gonna be 14 episodes, as uh, but only, and I only knew six of the topics. I said that there was gonna be six episodes only. There's just there's even more, which is just good for us because we're gonna get a good show. It's more content. Yep. It's more it's more high quality, good wrestling stuff. Hell's yeah. Good documentary. Yeah. All right. Before we get into more wrestling, though, we got trailers. Oh my. Yes. Which I made a jingle up for last week. Um, we're going to get that professionally recorded. We're going to get a bunch of people. Maybe we'll get you guys even to record a little bit for it. Uh, I think if I do any more with the podcast, Foco's going to have me refer to my non-compete agreement. <laughs> oh, oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta I've got no non-compete agreement. Uh, I mean, not that, not that I'm getting paid for this, but, you know, uh, if I do too much, it starts veering into I understand uh, the nine to five. So I understand. I understand. <laughs> All right. Um, with that, uh, we'll the the jingle will be made soon. Yes. Um, for now, the Ghostbusters Afterlife had a mini uh, had a mini uh, Stay Puffed at addition to it. Yeah, there's little uh, mini Stay Puffed Marshmallow Men now and they're terrifying. Mm hmm. And they like to cannibalize each other. Yes. And which is like, yeah, really. with that being I, said, I saw that. years of cinnamon toast crunch commercials, not dulled us to this phenomenon. 
Yeah. This is true. <laughs> I never I mean, thought... I'm more impressed that Stay Puft's brand was able to recover from having their corporate mascot rampage through downtown New York in the 80s, climb one of the tallest buildings in the city, and splatter into a nuclear bomb of marshmallow goop on the unsuspecting citizens below. Oh, definitely. So it seems like they're – look, it's like a roadmap for, uh, for the Corona beer company surviving this upcoming pandemic. If Stay Puft stay in shelves for 30 years after the Stay Puft marshmallow incident, you guys are going to be just fine. Mm. Matt, this is why I wanted you. <laughs> Matt. <laughs> Matt with the quick fires. Oh my god. Holy crap. Oh, that was golden. <laughs> um other than that though, are, are you guys excited for this movie at all? Uh I'm looking forward to it. I'm I'm glad I saw the trailer uh earlier today because I I feel bad that I kind of forgot about it and I and I watched yeah. the whole thing through and it's actually the first time I've actually seen that trailer because I one of the last things I remember, like right before everything kind of went went south, was like I remember seeing the giant poster with the uh, Ecto One oh driving through cornfield. <laughs> yes, and it was just like, all right, yep. I'm excited for this movie. Yep. I don't know what it, I don't know what's going to be in it, but I'm excited. Um, Apparently, there's a lot of. It looks like it. It looks like it again. Like even, I'm sure even some of the kids are from like chapter one and two or whatever. Well, one of Finn those Wolfhard. things, yeah. kids. I want to say um, yes, that one. Yeah. Finn um, Wolfhard is in it again. Yeah, he just, he's kind of set for life. I mean, he's going to get typecast to hell and back with these movies, but... Yeah, he's going to get, like, uh, Michael Sarah and Jesse Eisenberg roles. Look, so Oops. far he's been in Stranger Things, It Chapter 1 and Flashbacks in Chapter 2, and now Ghostbusters Afterlife. Hey, if I'm Finn Wolfhard, I just keep cashing those paranormal checks, man. If they keep wanting to put me in stuff, you know, Hey, look, it probably pays really well, so... Yeah. Probably does. Makes sense. You know? So. I would do similar. Um, I would say I'm excited for the movie, though. It, uh, you know, it really feels like, and not to, you know, sound like that vine about uh, four female Ghostbusters. I'm an adult virgin. <laughs> you know, th- this one really feels like it sets up new characters while also kind of doing more than paying lip service to the OG Ghostbusters. Yeah. And that's kind of why I'm excited for it. It felt like the 2016 Ghostbusters tried too hard to be its own thing, but also like starting a franchise type thing. Mm. You know, like at some level you have to understand, especially as a movie maker, you are mining the past. You're mining nostalgia for views. Yeah. For pe- box office money. Like, yeah. If you're going to mine it, just be honest yeah. about the fact you're mining it rather than trying to just throw winks and nods in here and there. Yeah. yeah pe- people are people remember people remember things, man. People remember movies. People yeah, people remember these franchises. Remember the That's past. why you're making Yeah, exactly. That's why you're making another one out of the out of the place because you're obviously it's clear that you're banking on people's memories of the previous stuff. So to kind of just completely ignore it <clears throat> is kind of disrespectful it doesn't really help your case when you're trying to start something fresh so that but, uh, that all makes sense any other trailers that uh, you guys have coming down the bike here we'd want to discuss sorry about that uh, i muted myself for a moment uh i i uh we were i saw uh jupiter's legacy yes. um which is what i uh, which is what I kind of dub as uh, the the uh, the fusion of the boys and uh, Sky High. I was thinking Sky High too. I kept by the, just by those costumes alone. Yeah, they're so Definitely like those costumes were a little uh, 
sky high-ish. I couldn't put my finger on it, but sky they high were, definitely. They were super vibrant. I really yes. like those costumes a lot. Modern. Even though the world around them is miserable, I like that contrast a lot. I can't tell exactly what is happening like in this in this show though. Like people don't want to be superheroes. There's like some some judgment from the public that's not going well. There's uh, it's it's talks about like I think the theme of this this show is probably going to be about what it means to like the legacy of like your like your parents' legacy, like what it means to be a hero. Mm-hmm. Uh, hmm. Sort of going going through that. They said that a lot in the trailers. Yeah, yeah. It's it's about legacy. Yeah. I mean, I'll go in with an open mind, but at the same time, like, there's so many other things on Netflix where it's like, oh, I want to watch that, and then yeah. I just never watch that. So this yeah. is kind of like. I mean, I did watch um, Umbrella Academy. That one's pretty good. Mm. Yeah, but like this is like you know a list of like 17 other things that. I also want to watch, so it's like, <laughs> oh, that looks good, and then I just I hoard it in my queue and I never watch it. Yeah, yeah. I think I like just to gravitate towards superhero things. It just I don't know, there's something about it. It's comfortableness. Also, like I do really want to get on watching The Boys itself, and I want to see that show Invincible that's also on Amazon Prime or I, Amazon I Prime say, Video. I will say, Jared, The Boys. I've seen the first season. And I've seen bits and pieces of season two. Uh, I hope you're ready for super violence. I am so ready for that. Okay, I just want because I know who you are with blood. So I have been told to expect that also from Invincible. Yeah, yeah. Really? I, it, yes. Yeah, Invincible. It doesn't look like that. It looks like a regular old like DC Marvel animated. Yeah, it uh, looks like something I'd show my kids. Like we're, we're getting violence and yeah, blood maybe and guts. Not. That's maybe what I. Not. That's what I heard the Weekly Planet <laughs> oh. say when they reviewed the show a few weeks ago. Yeah, I definitely want to check out though. I've been I've been told. Um, and D- Jupiter's Legacy definitely looks like an interesting show. Wonder how long it's gonna be. Um, mm. did they, you recognize anyone in the cast? I could have. I, I didn't. No, it looks like a bunch of fresh faces. Yeah, that's pretty good. Which is good. All right. Good. Um, I like that. With that, I've got some movie delays. Boo. Uh. So, uh, Top Gun Maverick has apparently had its sixth delay. It is being delayed from this June to November nineteenth. Does anyone did, does anyone want to see this movie? I don't. <laughs> does I, anybody? You know, I kind of wanted to see this movie, okay. but Look, then it like got delayed a billion times, and now we're getting number six. Yeah. So it is like the interest is fleeting. They mm-hmm. did a good job explaining why, like, 55-year-old Tom Cruise is still, like, flying. Okay. Is he 50? Isn't he almost 60? He's a, he doesn't look it. He is 58. That man needs to cough up. Sorry, that man needs to cough up the fountain of youth. They didn't. Yeah, no, but at the end of the day, they did a good job explaining why 58-year-old Tom Cruise is still simply nothing more than a Top Gun pilot, not the grizzled instructor. But at the same time, it's like Top Gun was fun. I enjoyed watching it. It was a real standard 80s movie. Danger Zone continues to be a bop. Kenny Loggins forever. Uh, oh, yeah. But I just who what who was asking for Mich- another Top Gun sequel? I, like I, I keep thinking like I the question I always see when I see this movie pop up like who is this for? And the answer is that this is for Tom Cruise mm-hmm. and Tom Cruise alone. That's also yeah. that's kind of why we keep getting Mission Impossible movies as well. 
After all, I can't even tell you which order they're in. Oh my god, Um, me and Jordan talked about this on a previous episode. Did you guys see um, that leaked uh, audio of him yelling at crewmates? I mean, uh, no. Yes, I did actually. Mm. Yeah, basically, it was uh, two people essentially weren't really properly social distancing because they were looking at a monitor or something, and Tom Cruise just stopped the entire production, pulled everyone together, and just yelled at them for not following these guidelines and he made some salient points he's like listen i talked to all these executives i talked to all these studios and i tell them we're following these guidelines and they so can't we see need that to crap. follow these friggin guidelines <laughs> get it together oh yeah they're just maskless at the computer screen which hey happens yeah all right um with that, uh, we have an, I have another movie delay. Um, apparently, there's a Dungeons and Dragons movie in de- in, in development. Okay. Um, there's like barely any info. It's been moved apparently from like May of 2022 all the way to March of 2023. So, Oof. nothing Has much it on it yet. To make up a Dungeons and Dragons story. Has it been moved that far, or did the movie-going audience simply roll a one on their perception check? <laughs> they, tr- they, they they were hoping to roll a one, but then the dice fell into the fell into like a crack in the floor. I think the directors rolled like a three on charisma check on trying to get this a uh, good release. Yeah. Well, look, we'll see what happens, but um, I'm sure it'll be a grand success in the tradition of other uh, film board game adaptations like Battleship, a cinematic masterpiece that will stand the test of time. Hey. (laughs) You're right. Uh, okay, (laughs) we got um, so the Warner Brothers and HBO Max deal is set to end this year. Um, this comes after the director of Dune was really, really angry about it. This movie initially being announced, uh, to go to HBO Max. He wanted a cinematic release for Dune. It's, it's, it's a pandemic, dude. Like, uh, do you want to make money off your movie or not? Dune is now getting a strictly cinematic release in December. All right, then. Oh, okay. You got some time. So if it bombs at the box office... I don't want to hear him bitch in January. I hear Godzilla vs. Kong is making money. It yeah. should be good. I mm. mean, at the end of the day, like, you know, it's Dune and it looks like it's got a pretty star-studded cast. Looks so better than the old one. How bad could it really yeah. be? Honestly, yeah. But at the same time, it's like, if I'm not fully, like, vaccinated and squared away, like, in public, I don't know if I'm risking my life to go see Dune in the theater. Well, I currently know that I'm getting my second vaccination in about in less than two weeks. Good. Now, Fast Nine, on the other hand, yeah, yeah. I'll brave Helen High Water to go see that one. They're they're like super. Yeah, Matt, we're going. Hell, yeah. uh, well, we're, we're fucking going. Well, you know what comes out next week that I want to see in theaters? Mortal Kombat. What's that? Oh God! Ooh, I want right. to see Mortal Kombat in theaters so bad. Yeah, that's gonna be my. You know what? You know what, Jared? Yeah. You know why I'm not excited about seeing it in the theaters? Why is that? Because I have an HBO Max account. So. Oh, we got one yeah. for the show. Yeah, you do. I'm going to take one my one. happy ass four feet over there and oh watch it. Oh, my God. Yeah. So, uh, I still got Did you watch the Snyder Cut yet, sir? 
No, I, it's been a very hard for me to dedicate four hours to watching a movie. You, you got you got to break it up into like chunks, like an hour per day, honestly, because okay. it's a nightmare to, to, to four hours. Jeez. Stupid ahead, idea planning on the podcast right now. But what if we watched it like on the server to get all together? I know that the movie itself is divided into parts. Okay. What if we dedicate ourselves? Oh, I didn't to know wa- that. Yeah, apparently. What if we dedicate ourselves to watching it in the parts together? I have. I can do that. In the Snyder Cut. <laughs> you, oh, I understand that. Totally fine. Yeah. I didn't see the original, so it's, I think it, I'd rather see the Snyder Cut as my it's, it's a no intro for into it. It's That's a no fine. for me. I totally fine. You know, look, I'm I'm a Marvel guy myself. I think DC mm. rushed headfirst into this and saw what Marvel was doing and like panicked because Marvel had already been at this for like ten years or five years when DC like started. Yep. So. Yep. Uh, by the time Marvel was like making their, you know, perfect landing, like off the gymnastics uh, pommel horse uh, with Infinity War and Endgame, um, DC was, you know, <laughs> vaulting off of the uh, the high beam of uh, unparalleled failure with Man of Steel, Batman v Superman, Dawn of Justice, and the Joss Whedon version of uh, Justice League. It just I think they're waiting for Christopher Nolan also to just finish with up with his movies because they made that Green Lantern movie. Let's not forget about that. <laughs> um, and then Man of Steel, though, came out in 2013, a year after The Avengers came out. Let's say this yeah, also. Just- the Avengers, fr- that whole first <laughs> phase of that uh, whole first phase of Marvel happened in the space of the Dark Knight through the Dark Knight Rises. Mm-hmm. So what happened was when DC saw Marvel land the first leg of that superhero trilogy um, with, you know, with the Avengers, um, you know, at the end of the day, it, um, it it made them panic. And that was why they rushed so close into that Justice League thing. Yep. Mm-hmm. I mean, they didn't even give us a setup for Aquaman. They didn't even get us a setup for Wonder Woman. Until after Batman v Superman: Dawn of Justice, then we got the Wonder Woman movie. It was a good movie. And we got Justice League. Then we got Aquaman. It just it felt like there was no rhyme, reason, or structure to it. Yeah. No, definitely not. Really, yeah. You, you had you had the team up movie before all the solo movies came out. Exactly. <laughs> all right. Like, oh, yeah. sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> No, I'm done. Sorry, we're not. We don't need to drag. We're not gonna drag on on that on that right now. I got uh, a few other short things to say. Uh, Indiana Jones five. What? Yes. What? Huh? Yes, Indiana Jones five. <laughs> what? What? I I I beg your pardon. What? Uh, like what? A 2022 <laughs> film. There's not much about it. It's not much about it. We got. I know Mads Mikkelsen's on the cast. He's been added. Oh, okay. Okay. Um. Phoebe Walter Bridges, who is also in it, she's apparently a female lead. Um, Waller Bridge, my bad. She was in a show called Fleabag. And oh, she's killing cute. Eve. Mm-hmm. Hope I think she, she looks like she'll be a. Oh, she was in Solo. Oh my God, she was in Solo. Oh, okay. Jesus. Yeah, she I was think in Solo. I, I recognize her. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm. Uh... I would say at this point, I'm waiting to hear more information. Yes, on that. there's like nothing else other than Phoebe Waller Bridge is Waller Bridges is a is the lead. Um, I guess Mads Mikkelsen was also just announced hours ago. Yeah. Um, Harrison Ford is in it, <laughs> and um, what we also know is that John Williams is going to score the movie. All right. So okay. it's going to sound okay. great. Awesome. It's going to sound awesome. good. 
The building blocks are there. Exactly. So they have they have sm- some potential, the smallest inch of potential. <laughs> um, so, okay, with that, we also got some a deal between Netflix and Sony where a lot of Sony's exclusive movies are going to just go to Netflix after they release. I know that we're going to get, um, I think we're going to get the, the upcoming Spider-Man movie. We're going to get that on Netflix of like the next month. Nice. I think mm-hmm. we're going to get, uh, all the other Spider-Man movies soon too on there. Um, we're going to get that Morbius movie. Venom two are going to go on to Netflix. Venom two is coming. I forgot about that again. So, um, yeah, what I mean, it seems like a seems like a pretty good uh, set of movies coming out. You know, obviously, as I get fully inoculated, uh, I'll start heading back to theaters. Yep. But uh, end of the day, I'm just I'm excited to see what comes out. But uh, I'm excited to see movies. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Sony is currently also not going their own streaming service route. Um, Thank I, God. I say for now. I say this is a uh, for now because cable is going to turn into streaming services it 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 here's the thing it 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 is but i i uh well it is sony so i don't think they're really smart enough to realize this but it's like the more streaming services you have uh like the more the more you split the pie you know what i mean because people only have so much like money and patience for all these different streaming services like i'm like I, I added HBO Max and Peacock uh, because of Mania and uh, all the Snyder stuff, and I'm enjoying both. But I'm starting to like forget which shows are on which services. Well, Jordan, after t- after some news we got today, I'm gonna tell you to cancel one of those accounts. Okay. All right. Yeah. Uh, we'll get to that though, really, really oh, soon. Oh boy, add another to the list. <laughs> oh yeah, we've got uh, Mojo Raleigh. What has come to terms with his release? Did we got that, another one. Is that just we announced? We got another one. Uh, oh, the WWE's Facebook account two hours ago. Oh, do we? Uh... Do we want to talk about the releases first or Mania first? Um, we're going to talk the releases first, but we got one more piece of news that you'll be able to relate to, Matt, and it's about a- A-Rod and J-Lo breaking up. Yeah, I mean, you know, look, end it of happens. the day, uh, it's their second breakup. Yep. What are you going to do? Uh, you know, A-Rod is still very famous and very rich, and J-Lo is still very famous and very rich, and... I am neither of those things at this current <laughs> moment. Uh, so far be it for me to cast aspersions on either of them. Uh, my feeling on it is simply this. Look, they've lived the last two years in the spotlight as very public individuals. And, uh, you know, they've just decided that it's not uh, it's not going to work out. So Very public you know, couples have not been going through good things right now. I will say, look at Will Smith and Jada Pinkett. Yeah, I mean, A-Rod is free to continue being the Forrest Gump of baseball, appearing at any and every major, uh, <laughs> you know, thing. Uh, also, I believe buying the Timberwolves, uh, if my memory serves correctly. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, he's, he's going to be a Timberwolves owner, I think. So. Huh. Ooh, watch out. Yeah, A-Rod's just, he's vibing, man. He's just chilling. And J-Lo's free to continue releasing music. So, I, honestly, I think it's for the best with both of them. Jennifer yeah. Lopez is out here collecting wedding rings like infinity stones. <laughs> I'm yeah. just going down her. We got one, uh, Chris Judd, Mark Anthony, Oni Noah. How many other people has she married? Okay, so we're at four. So she doesn't have all the infinity stones yet, but damn it, she's moving. Oh, 
getting close to that, I guess, yeah. Well, she, she didn't get married to four. A-Rod. Or A-Roid, sorry. Uh, that's, that, that'll never die. And, but, uh, um... We're gonna. I, it's, it's news for him. I. 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 I, I that's why. That's why we added it and talked about it. And speaking of things, now we're gonna get on to our big. To, uh, one of our big topics. Our second to closest big topic, and it's about the WWE releases that happened this. Uh, that happened today. Yeah. This yeah. is unfortunate. Today is February fifteenth, two thousand twenty-one, and WWE has released. As we're as we're speaking, ten superstars. Mm-hmm. This is four days after WrestleMania thirty-seven. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is one year after they released at least twenty stars all in one day as well. Not long after that was not long after the began at the after the pican, uh, pandemic started, like one month into the pandemic. I almost are said pecanic. Are they? Are they? Are they? Are they, are they, are they, are they that's all, folks. It's all. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. That reminds me, the editing that I'm going to do for the podcast is not going to be as insane as I have done it the past few times. Yeah. Going to let my our mess-ups flow a little more. Yeah. Um, we're human, it happens. With that being said, uh, we've got ten people currently without a job. Uh, I can't remember all the names off the top of my head right now. Let me see. Samoa Joe. Um, oh, that's a big one. Chelsea Green. Chelsea Green. Uh, Billy Kay and playing Buddy Royce. Yeah, like what happened there? Mickey exactly. James. Mickey James. Uh, Tucky. 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 I be saying that with such enthusiasm. Tucky. 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 Or Tucky. Oh, God. I'm forgetting everyone else now. Uh, Mojo uh, Rowan. Wesley Blake. Yes. Yes. And um, Kalisto, yeah. And Kalisto, is that all of them? Uh, it's that sounds like nine. Hold on, I'm pulling up everything on my end. Yeah, Mojo Raleigh, Peyton Royce. I'm sorry, I need to pull it up on WWE.com. Mojo Chelsea. Oh, and Bo Dallas. Bo Dallas. Bo Dallas. That is another one that shocked me. Yeah. Yeah, but well, he has not been on TV for. Uh, I'm trying to remember, like since like maybe like. Before the, the last time he might have been on TV, I want to say it was like before the pandemic, like maybe like late. Yeah, it was way before um, the pandemic. I think I saw someone tweeted out, and they said that his last televised match was the Crown Jewel 2019 Battle Royal. Oh boy! Oh yikes! That was the last time he was on WWE television. Ugh. And that sucks. Vince. So let me take a look through and like some of these names. Just say, uh, what were some of these people doing? Samoa Joe, who was on, who was on commentary for WrestleMania days ago. We saw him in the rain in his little poncho. Mm. As you put it before, Alonzo, say, repeat it. How do you get rained on in your nice suit in the middle of Florida just to get fired a week later? It, it was just awful. It's it's bad. <sighs> the Billy Kay and Peyton Royce of the Iconics, who, it. spoiler alert, why couldn't they just have them reform WrestleMania just like I, me and Eric wanted? I, I mean, it's not like, you know, Vince McMahon is like, has an ultimate mass of credible female superstars who could be, um, you know, beautifully woven into a team. 
Mm-hmm. It's not like that. It's not like Vince didn't just break up each and every tag team he had throughout the entire pandemic era. Just as they're starting the women's tag team division, too, they break them up. If I may, gentlemen, uh, Vince McMahon breaking every established tag team up only to preside over a terrible tag division has the same energy as uh, Eric Andre doing his monologue, shooting Hannibal Burris, and then turning around to the camera and asking, who shot Hannibal? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. Same exact uh, energy. Yes. It's, uh, it's actually has basically murked the entire tag team division and is now wondering why he has a piss poor tag team division. I, I, I Vince just just doesn't like tag team wrestling. Is that he just an orange just lantern like ring? It. Yeah, this is an orange lantern ring. Yeah. Cool. Which one was like the orange ring. lantern again? Uh, which one is the orange lantern? Uh, he's uh, Larfiesel. Is his name? Hmm. He's the or uh, the orange lantern is the lantern of greed. Ooh, hmm. yeah, cool. I oh, guess perfect. I need me an orange lantern ring. Mm-hmm. Perfect to be talking about Vince McMahon. Oh yes, yeah, right. Yeah, we need to get that man an orange lantern ring. Yep. Um, yep. as we said, Bo Dallas hadn't been on TV. Wesley Blake. Last thing he did was he was a guard for a sec for Baron Corbin, King Corbin, mm-hmm. him and uh, Steve Cutler. Yep. Who was also released? Yes, yep. a few weeks ago, or about a month a and a half ago. A few weeks ago, probably. Two, I don't know. It wasn't long ago. Um, Kalisto, who last thing I remember him doing, he was breaking off from the Lucha House Party to go solo and turn heel on his own, go on his own, and then yeah. do nothing. Yeah, he 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 put out like I remember him putting out a, a, quite a few Twitter promos. Uh, a few weeks before Mania, and then just nothing, and then we hear this. Oh wow! So it's unfortunate that that these guys um, are out. Yep. That all of them, you know, Mickey, you know, Mickey James as well. Like it's just surprising. I. She was I, on commentary. I really hope, yeah, she was on commentary for NXT Takeover. I I really hope that all of these people were given like at least like two week, a couple weeks notice, or even just saying like, hey, listen. Do you like, especially maybe someone like a Peyton Royce? It's like, listen, we don't really have anything for you. Do you want to just be released from your contract, like right now? Yeah, you know, I, I talk yeah, the same thing. Um, Chelsea Green, they tried with her so many times. They, they just did, they couldn't get it because she kept getting hurt. Yeah. Um, I don't really have much to say about uh, ever anyone else. Mojo Raleigh, at least they were able to help. He was able to help them get Gronk in the company for last year's Mania. <laughs> Yeah, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> and then that dude. You know, I think that's actually one of the more least surprising releases from this time around is Mojo yeah. Wally. Because mm. after the whole Gronk thing fell through, you really didn't see Mojo no. Wally. You, he didn't even have the blue goop on his face. Oh, yeah. He had that for a little bit. I forgot. Yeah. He cracked face he was in just the mirror. gone. Oh, my God. They, they gave him the Murphy treatment. Jeez, uh, who else did? Oh my God, he's the twenty four seven division. Who else is in that? <laughs> who else is uh, in that anymore? Oh, uh, Kira Tozawa, uh, Drew Gulak, our truth, our truth. Uh, parts um, of it. Uh, oh, sorry, I was going to say earlier. Um, earlier, I saw Alistair Black actually trending on Twitter because they were. Wondering why he hadn't been released. They're suspecting mm-hmm. he wasn't. Uh, Sean Resep said here that he was not going, that there was nothing about that. And he actually had been recently back at the WWE Performance Center filming vignettes. 
Okay, then. So hopefully we'll be seeing an Alistair Black return soon. Mm-hmm. Um, that's all I have to say about Alistair Black, but it's really sad about all these wrestlers. Yeah. Um, hopefully they, hopefully all of them can really land on their feet. Yes. And find and find something to do. Yep. And speaking yeah. of landing on your feet, hopefully you didn't land on your back or end up on your back this past Saturday and Sunday night. Because we're talking about WrestleMania. Oh, God. Poor Mandy Rose. That was... <laughs> uh, poor Mandy Rose. I'm, surpri- I'm surprised that like, Ramp didn't claim more victims. Like, yep. it got Mandy. It almost got AJ. And I wanted it so badly. I wanted... I wanted, and, and this was a night two, which was better conditions, but I, I just wanted, God, I wanted Roman to try and do like Superman punch on the ground and him just to do the splits. Oh I was gosh. hoping that that would happen, but it didn't. Um, I had general, some general thoughts really. So this WrestleMania felt like it was going towards like the future and going towards more recent choices that the company has really made. Um, mm-hmm. It, like the tag teams, uh, the tag teams, Nat- Natalia and Tamina, they are more of a recent team. Um, they're going for more recent decisions. Um, Bobby Lashley, he only recently won the championship. Um, or at least we saw like they were heading that way, definitely in night one in the beginning. Uh, night two started, uh, night, yeah, through night one. Uh, night two, the beginning of it was definitely not that. No. Everything seemed to just go to- going in a, go in a newer direction. Hmm. So, when I saw originally that um, Drew McIntyre versus Bobby Lashley was gonna, was announced as the opening match of WrestleMania, if I had seen that, I would have picked Bobby Lashley to win. Yeah, definitely. You can't. You're not gonna start off WrestleMania with a with a, a, a face victory like that. I think. Yeah, like a world like a world title change right off the bat. Exactly. I only saw that at WrestleMania 35. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, Alonzo, what did you think of overall? Which one did you like better, night one or night two? Oh, night two was better for me, definitely. For, really? Um, really? Multiple reasons. I mean, Alonzo would say you fell asleep. Well, yes, I did fall asleep. I, I saw bunnies hopping to the ring, and I don't know why I decided to start counting bunnies, but it was a terrible idea. Don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> One bunny, two bunny, three bunny. I almost started counting <laughs> too, and then I was like, "What am I fucking doing?" I mean, <laughs> yeah. look, end of the day for me, having not seen night two, I still have to watch it. Uh, I felt like night one really didn't drag at any point. Definitely not. I mean, that was one of the that was one of the biggest benefits of splitting WrestleMania up into two. <sighs> God, nights. yep. Because Jared, uh, as you recall, you and a couple other folks were at WrestleMania thirty five. Yep, Jordan was one of them. <laughs> In, in MetLife Stadium, oh. it went from how long did that go? Oh, I want to say the show, well, pre-show, we've only got technical started around six. I want to say because uh, five pre-show, five. Oh, five. Sorry, five. five. Main show started at seven, and I think we finally got out of the arena, not out, not home, but out of the arena by like midnight or something like that. No, yeah. no, oh the God. show wasn't oh. over by midnight. Oh God, you're right. Oh, the show wasn't over until around like twelve thirty. We weren't out of the arena until like one in the morning. Oh, and I remember we had to go Guys. back in to go around the out. You know the outer gates there. We oh go- God, that's right. Yeah, because because yeah. like people were trying to get on the train. It was all blocked up, right? Yeah, people so were trying to get on the train, and there was the celebrity exit. You right. literally watched 
seven and a half hours of wrestling in one night. Yeah. That's too much wrestling, even for wrestling. That is entirely too much wrestling. Yep. No, I, I, I was I was excited throughout the whole night, right up until after the Triple H and Batista match, even mm. though I enjoyed that to an extent. I was like, okay, come on, guys. Let's wrap this up, please. I want to I, I want to die. I feel like I'm dying. <laughs> yeah, night one, I mean, night one felt like it was a really nice condensed, even with the rain delay. Yes. Yeah. We didn't even get to that. The rain delay. All that even promo. With, even with the rain delay. It still felt like every match got time to shine on night one. And I would yeah. assume the same thing was. Yeah, I'd uh, agree with that. For night two. No. And honestly, night two, actually, I had some other thoughts on that. I feel like, as an opening as an opening thing, I feel like night two's matches, um, they were all holding back from going too spectacular. Kevin Owens versus Sami Zayn should have been so much more. I, you know yes, what, I, I was I, I was happy with what it was because for me it just felt like, and you can take this as, you know, if you think this is a kind of a, a negative, I see it as a positive. They were just kind of going out and playing the hits. Yeah, you know? I guess. Because yeah, they're, they're, they're greatest hits. Oh, go ahead, Alonzo. Yeah, they were kind of just playing their greatest hits. I mean, they were a little constricted because, you know, you can't do a pile driver in the WWE, so. No. Yeah. No package pile driver, even though it was teased. Yeah. Sorry um, we're jumping around, guys. <laughs> no, that's yeah. Yeah. Sorry. You know, I I feel like, yeah, with those um with that particular match and also with that particular feud, we've seen that for years. And we've seen it be very intense and very serious for years. It's nice to kind of have a version of that that's not super serious, but it is over and it is between two men that have uh, some personal issues, but it's not like a fight to the death, which is nice for a change. Definitely. Also, bringing up that match and just the whole show in general, did you guys notice that the edge of the ring was just like a common theme throughout the night? Not even just in the Kevin Owens. Oh, and yeah. Yeah, it, it was just, I felt that a lot. Yeah, there was a lot of moves. Near, like on a the lot of, of moves. Yeah. Hmm. Oh yeah, just in general, yeah. The ring apron. Okay, but we gotta get, go start going at this in, a, in an order, otherwise people are gonna get mad and angry at us. <laughs> so right. back to the beginning of the show: Bobby Lashley versus Drew McIntyre, night one. Um, big hoss fight. Just a yeah. good all-around match. Just two yeah. big men hitting each other, and I will say I haven't really seen a lot of uh, Drew McIntyre matches uh, this year because I've kind of been burned out from wrestling. But I, I wanted to make an occasion for this. Um, Web, Drew McIntyre is doing like Northern Lights suplexes and breaking out arm bars. Like I forgot he was like this, like technically sound. Yeah, and it's, of course he was doing like big, like big guy moves with big punches and big clotheslines. He and brought out a damn Kimura lock. Oh my god, Brock Lesnar's move. <laughs> he just he's, he's like, yeah, that's mine now. Mm-hmm. Uh, Alonzo and Matthew. <laughs> uh, I mean, for me, it was just the fact that WWE decided. Look, I didn't like the fact that. They gave the belt to Bobby Lashley. I feel like they yeah. kind of kneecapped the Hurt Business for no good reason in the run-up to WrestleMania. And so oh, yeah. I would have given Drew the Mania moment that he didn't get last year wrestling mm-hmm. in front of empty chairs, yeah. I believe. Yeah, pretty much. You know, it, it felt like you have this guy carry the company through the brunt of a pandemic for a year. 
and he doesn't get his crowning WrestleMania moment with people cheering him, and you give the belt to Bobby Lashley, who's part of a faction that you basically kneecapped in story writing. They just added T Bar and Mace to the faction. Oh God! What it see? I'll, I'll agree with you, Matt. I think they definitely did kneecap the her business completely. Mm-hmm. But as for giving Bobby Lashley the championship, I think it worked out, especially in the situation the WWE was in. Yeah. But now just adding T-Bar and Mace to the equation of, I guess, the the Hurtribution. The Hurtribution. We now have <laughs> the Hurtribution. T-Bar, that's question. Dominic Dijakovic. Here's my question moving forward. Are those two members of Retribution there simply there to take pins like the Singh brothers were during Jinder's reign? I hope oh, not. definitely. Oh. I can see it. <sighs> Which because sucks because Dijakovic is such a great wrestler. Because to I me, agree. You don't make Bobby Lashley look strong by having him turn into a cowardly heel now that he's secured the title. No. You, no. Bobby Lashley should be as even he's a heel champion, but he should be a fighting heel champion. I hope yeah, we see that. Even if you bring somebody up from NXT for a one-off match against him, one of the big guys, you know, one week, don't don't have Bobby Lashley hide behind the hurt business the entire time. You really want to break him up, make Bobby mm-hmm. Lashley get an inflated ego after retaining the title. He starts turning on MVP a little bit. MVP is disregarding his, you know, his feelings a little. He's not he's not vibing with it, and then all of a sudden it comes to a head. Bobby Lashley mm-hmm. says, "I can do this myself," and finally breaks it up once and for all and goes off on his own as a fighting champion. I mean, the Hurt Business did what it needed to do. Yep. Don't keep the desiccated corpse of it around and, you know, mess with its memory to just, you know, turn it into some slapstick bull. Like, yeah. the wrestlers. Let them wrestle. You were saying, Alonzo, I think? Um, I'm actually having a bit of concern of now what's going to happen with Cedric Alexander and Shelton Benjamin because... Obviously, they're great performers. They did great in the Hurt Business, and that was the... You know, I'm trying to be a little conservative here, but I think that was the pinnacle of their careers. And it kind of seems like they've gone from having this meteoric rise to just this horrible, horrible drop. I'd say... I'd say that's the pinnacle of Shelton ben- of Cedric Alexander's career on the main roster. I'd say that Shelton Benjamin's was when he got super kicked by Shawn Michaels after that. Oh jump. yeah, the super kick heard around the world. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. Uh, but it's, it's it, things are not looking promising. I don't know what where what's going to happen with, for them. I I do hope they continue to team together because they 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 weren't gelling at first, but you know they they. they WWE are able to do one thing, though. As much as we don't like them just throwing random tag teams together or random people together just to become a tag team, sometimes it really does work. Like, oh, yeah. It There's, really yeah. does work sometimes. Yeah, yeah. Sheamus and Cesaro. Oh, God. Rock and Sock Connection. I'm yeah. actually kind of liking Dana Brooke and Mandy Rose a little bit. They've re- they've they've grown a lot, actually. Which yeah. We're going to get to them in a second. Yes, well, uh, why don't we get to them now, actually, because we don't have much else to say about Drew McIntyre versus Bobby Lashley. I, I say I, I'm i okay with Bobby winning, but I wish it was Drew. Yeah. All right. I, I, I agree. All right, uh, let's just get to those to that tag team turmoil match, which um, I didn't realize that a tag team turmoil match was a gauntlet match. I didn't know what it yeah, was Yeah, really they definitely be. didn't market it that way. Yeah. Um... I kind of wish that our return hopes had been 
had been what would happened. Yeah, I, I Jordan, was you're off by Bella, one night. <laughs> I know. I was hoping like the Bella Twins would come back and just insert themselves in, in the perfect place for them <laughs> yeah. instead of where they were. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, it started off though with uh, Lana and Naomi, which honestly a great pick to start it off because great music intro to begin in it yeah. um got everyone dancing billy k and carmella and this thrown together tag team mm-hmm. that sure was a tag team yeah for how little they were there mm-hmm. um billy k getting that pin though understandable because they got to make it funny um <laughs> riot squad uh are next live morgan and ruby riot they pin uh one of Billy Kay or Carmella, I don't know which. And then Dana Brooke and Mandy Rose, which, uh... Do we need a play-by-play for uh, Mandy Rose? Do we need that or no? <laughs> no, I think everyone saw it. Yeah. No. Uh, now, now, to be, now, to be fair, that, that, that ramp was pretty slippery. Yep, it had been raining, like, all day. Yep. Why they had, like... I'll, um... Sorry. No, go ahead. Um, I saw a meme earlier of um, Mandy Rose in the smooth criminal Michael Jackson video <laughs> leaning along with everyone else. Oh. <laughs> uh, we'll try to find it again and put it in the Discord chat, but that just was like, okay, guys, Jesus. Like, she slipped and fell. Give her a break. I, I Okay, this is weird, only because I listened to it multiple times. I think Jordan made a joke exactly like that on the 69 Whiskey podcast when we were guesting on that. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> literally oh, wow. said smooth criminal leaning over the lines there. Yeah, that that that's what that's what Eric and, and missed you over there, and we love them. Yes, that's exactly. And um, let's see, the riot squad, uh, squad uh, they pinned Mandy Rose and Dana Brooke as well, and then the, Natalia and Tamina come in. Uh, they are being, you know, hauled by their uh, legendary families. Are hailed as by, because they come from legendary fans. Tamina coming from the Snookas, Natalia coming from the Hearts and Night uh, from the Heart Generation Foundation. What is it now? What are they? What are the they called? Cartel. I don't fucking uh, cartel. The Heart Cartel. cartel. Uh, the Heart Cartel. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so yeah, Natalia and Tamina. The cha- the Tamina train pulled out of the station, and um. We got fell right the fuck off the tracks. Oh yeah, we'll get to that. Um, Cesaro versus Seth Rollins on it was the next one, and uh, this was also this story was all surrounded uh, surrounded about Cesaro having his first singles match at WrestleMania, and Cesaro really getting his first WrestleMania moment that wasn't in the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal. Uh, yeah, actually, I um, I learned some interesting things about um, Cesaro's attire for that match. Go ahead. I heard he was getting specialty done attire for that match, and you guys noticed that he was wearing yellow and black for that match. Yeah. Oh, yeah, he was. wore yellow and black at WrestleMania? At WrestleMania 30. Right. No. Becky Lynch. Oh. oh. That's oh. right. So, yeah, he got his ass beat by Cesaro dressing like Becky Lynch. <laughs> That's fun. That went for to Becky show Lynch. Him who the man was. Oh yeah, the man. Uh, that was also her first WrestleMania win. That WrestleMania. Yeah, it was. Yeah, good stuff. Uh, good stuff. Seeing. I mean, she defeated the man's. Uh, the man's man. Yeah. The man's man, with the incredible drip. Yes. Oh my God, Seth Rollins' suits like again. 
like th- those suits are ridiculous and crazy and i'd wear them all uh the one he came to the ring uh, what was his ring music though it was like a mix of his other two yeah it's, it's like a weird like hybrid oh, mix of the two but it's still cool yeah oh man yeah um and the, the story of the match itself had uh, C- Seth Rollins targeting Cesaro's arm, so he couldn't do the swing. It was all surrounding that. And uh, they tried to break the record of swings that Cesaro had, which was 22. They got to 23. Mm-hmm. Um, though I know that when they count, they just count for how long it goes, because a swing takes more than one second to do. One yeah, swing. yeah. yeah. They're tr- I'm not sure. Like they're counting seconds or rotations or whatever. They're always so. counting seconds, okay. <laughs> or at least the crowd is, because uh, you know it always counts. It's a different number depending on when it is you started it, because no one's gonna start at the same time. Right. That's true. <laughs> so, yeah. what really happens? Uh, apparently, there was really only 19 swings. <laughs> hmm. Um, All right. Well, I'm pretty sure he did more anyway to Ilya Dragunov. Yeah, a few months ago, uh, whenever that last UK takeover was, which wow, that's over a year ago now, and I think about that. Uh, this pandemic throwing off everything. Yeah. But yeah, anyways, this was a this was oh, this was a really enjoyable match. Uh, I'm happy, you know, good for Cesaro for finally getting uh, a singles win. I'm glad I changed my pick. Oh uh, yeah, this was fun. The UFO spot, I love. Oh, that. Yeah. I haven't that seen that in a while. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah, that Spitting was it. Just lift, just sweet. putting a man on a grown man on your shoulders, and, and then just, just spinning around with no, without holding him, no hands, no protection, basically. Impressive, and be able to keep him on his shoulders like that—that that takes some strength. Oh yeah, yeah, incredible feats. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we get to the next match: uh, AJ Styles and Omos against the New Day's Kofi Kingston and Xavier Woods. I enjoyed this. This was I, a great I, match. Yeah, almost just, just stood there and just didn't like register any damage. Mm-mm. He just. I mean, to he be just fair, does he have everything. to do anything else? Not Sorry, really. Lonzo. What? To be fair, does he have to do anything else? No. The man's enormous. It's scary doesn't. as fuck looking. Oh yeah. yeah. Um, Wait, that's not a man I'm trying to meet in the bar. No. Oh, yeah. Xavier and Kofi were just turned up. They they were on the heel side. I mean, they were on the heel side. They were obviously not really the heels of the story, though. Um, but the match just kept dominating over AJ Styles. Yeah, like like uh, Kofi and Xavier were doing the right thing, keeping uh, almost out of the ring and not allowing him to tag in for the most of the match until, until finally almost was able to... AJ was able to make the tag to almost, and then it was just a just complete decimation. Yeah, they um, they almost originally were gonna have almost start the match, but then yeah. they were like, "Hey, we want AJ." Yeah, they goaded AJ into starting. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, to be fair, would you not have done the same thing? Yeah. At the end of the day, you've created a monster heel in the division. Oh yes. So, you know, now you kind of have a new sort of central play piece on the board. And now everybody's got to figure out what are we doing with this gigantic human being that traditional wrestling things don't work against. Yeah. How do we beat how does the story going in this match is like, OK, how do we beat almost? Yeah. I mean, at some point, realistically, AJ is probably going to piss almost off and oh. almost. Turns oh, on AJ. yeah. Oh, I, I give it I give it like three months. No, nah, I give it longer than that. <laughs> Mm. I was gonna give it six. SummerSlam. I think yeah, that's wrong. Yeah. I'm gonna say they yeah. lose the titles in SummerSlam, Slam. and they break up 
in the Royal Rumble. Yeah, that sounds all right. We'll see. We'll see how long that. Uh, we'll see how long that lasts. Yeah, um, it was a very entertaining. Um, I loved seeing Styles do a phenomenal forearm off of almost his shoulders. Oh my god! Yeah, that will never not be a, a great spot. Yeah, no. Hopefully, hopefully we see more great spots like that before uh, Omos turns AJ into a somewhat believer of the flat Earth to AJ Styles <laughs> becoming flat <laughs> and becoming part of the Earth. So. We'll see how long that lasts, but for now it's gonna be. Has he addressed be, the gay community yet? Oh God! What I, were they doing before? <laughs> Omos, what was he doing before? Exactly. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, overall thoughts, guys. Uh, I, I I thought WrestleMania was really good. You know it. Yep. Uh, the moments okay. that drag didn't really drag because it wasn't like seven and a half hours of oh, wrestling. Yeah. It was no, no, if no. There was a, if there was a bad moment, you knew something was coming very quickly. Even the matches that weren't great. Oh yeah, like the, steel cage, the steel cage match between Shane McMahon and Braun Strowman, for example. That oh, had uh, an incredible moment. Of yeah, was, yes, that was next. Braun right, Strowman ripping the steel cage apart to pull Shane McMahon back into the ring. Awesome. Like there were good, even in the yeah, match, that was awesome. Moments. Yeah. Yes. And and at the end of the day, too, realistically, when it comes to WrestleMania, people don't remember the matches; they remember the moments. They do right? remember. Yeah, they do remember the big spots. Like they don't remember the match beat for beat usually. Oh I mean, no, never. Andre the Giant being flipped by Hulk Hogan. Do you guys remember anything else about that match? Nope. Oh, there was some. Nope. Chops, yeah. some pushes. Not a damn thing. Exactly. All you, all you remember. Apparently, it wasn't even a great, ma- a good match into any stance. All you no, remember it was is awful. Hogan flipping Andre the Giant. Yep. So yes. what I'm saying is, the good moments will outweigh the bad moments because the good moments will become part of the overall WrestleMania lore, if you will. Yeah. Yeah, the bad moments will fade. Like, shoot, any good WrestleMania that people remember fondly has down moments. I mean, WrestleMania X7, incredible. But damn if there weren't some absolute lead balloons on that card. I remember watching it and being like, yeah, I'm skipping through this. I'm skipping through that. I'm skipping through Ooh, that ladder match is good. There's oh, the yeah. edge spear match. Mm-hmm. Ladder match is always great at WrestleMania. Yeah. I'm going to watch the promo for uh, Rock and Austin because it's amazing. Oh, my God. Yep. I'm gonna skip them, skip them, skip I've been joined by a dog. Oh, God, it's Foxy. It's Foxy. Yeah, so like, she smells my the food. The thing for me mm-hmm. is, like, the good moments from this year's WrestleMania, like Bianca Belair winning her first title. Wait, whoa, whoa, you're, you're ahead, you're ahead. Oh, yeah. You're, We're bouncing, ahead. you're bouncing around a lot, Matt. We gotta no, that's fair, but I, I will say the good moments from this year's WrestleMania will be remembered, mm-hmm. I think, even more fondly than your traditional one-night mania Hmm. Because of the fact that it was more easily digestible over two nights. Yeah, definitely. And now back to the match by match breakdown. Yes. Yeah, so going forward, uh, let me see if I remember. We the are order. next actually on an, a celebrity match, a match that had a moment that I was n- I would have never expected. <laughs> yeah, I've never Priest. seen that shit coming. Damien Priest, Priest and Bad Bunny versus The Miz and Morrison. Miz and John Morrison. Um, good on you, Miz and John Morrison. Uh, that intro. So this is the match where Alonzo fell asleep because of bunnies. Hey, 
curse those bunnies, man. No, nah, man. I, I sometimes I count sheep to fall asleep too. Mm-hmm. Um, but this bunny, but this but uh, that song, I that song is so uncatchy but catchy. Ugh. At the same time, yeah. I mean, I'll have to go back and watch. I have to go back and watch that. I I skipped that intro because oh. I just I couldn't. <laughs> I couldn't handle it. Um, I couldn't bear to watch. But yeah, yeah but Bad Bunny's uh, just entrance to the ring alone was fucking phenomenal. Apparently, that's now, how he would come to the stage. Oh, really? For his music performances? Oh, really? Yeah, that's appropriate. That's yeah. It was awesome. Yeah. Yes, I mean the match itself, man. Man, Pat Bunny like sold. Okay, he got, he got his ass kicked. Yes. So one of the stories apparently with this match also is that uh, Damian Priest might have gone into it really close to injured. Yeah, yeah. There was. Um, I remember hearing some talks that I think Damian Priest and Morrison were actually dealing with minor injuries uh, weeks leading into the show. That's why it was only announced as a singles match until. Yeah, like, it was it. just gonna be Miz and Bad Bunny until I think like the week of when both were like checked over again and it's like oh like no actually you guys are both good to go yeah and that's why they were both in the match for 90% of the match Bad Bunny was tagged in for 90% of this match yeah and he yeah and he did he did a really good job being the baby face in barrel Mm mm-hmm yeah he he was very good oh hello very good girl dog Alonzo what do you think of uh, that match overall Bad bunnies. I was just about to talk about it, Go and ahead. I was just about to bring up that Canadian destroyer. Oh, <laughs> yeah. At this point, I was asleep already, so I didn't get the news until the morning, where I read the tagline: "Bad Bunny does Canadian destroyer on the mitt on um John Morrison." Yes, it was John. Yeah, it was Morrison. Yes, John Morrison. So I was just like, "There's no fucking way Bad Bunny did a Canadian destroyer on John Morrison." So I decided to, you know take my little self and go up on YouTube and go. And then there it was, and I was just like, so who wants to sign this man? He can't be going back out on tour. <laughs> He's got yeah, We need this man in a ring. There, oh, there yeah. is there is one other moment that I did really enjoy from this one. Is there when Bad Bunny did an arm drag to The Miz, mm. and Miz got a good, they got, the camera got a good look at Miz's face, and he was just like, how did I end up here? Did that just happen? <laughs> I, why I was WWE <laughs> champion a few weeks ago? Yeah. He's just like, what? He's just, everything's kind of dawning on him now. Like, reality has dawned on him. Yeah, he's in the sub-main, I mean, he's in the sub-main event of WrestleMania. He's in the third longest match also on the card. That's true. Yeah, th- yeah or at least that, is- that night of the card, I should say. Mm-hmm. And... He put on a phenomenal match with a celebrity. This is honestly that was honestly probably one of the best celebrity wrestling matches we've had. Yeah. To be fair, they probably picked Miz knowing full well he was the safest worker on the roster and could deliver. Well, yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, and he he knows how to lead a match at this point. I think. Definitely, the heel leads the match usually. Yes. And um, speaking of heels in a match. We had a heel champion going into our main event of WrestleMania Night One, uh, Sasha Banks, mm-hmm. and uh, she was defeated that night by Bianca Belair in oh. a thrilling main event. Oh man, this 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 match was fantastic. That was I a mean, WrestleMania main event match. Yeah, this this match was incredibly well worked, and it devolved into a vicious brawl. <laughs> Like, some of the kicks that Sasha was hitting Belair with, I was like, jeez. Like, this this match, this this turned into a downright nasty fight. They seemed like they were just shooting on each other. Oh, yeah. Honestly. They were, they were going see, for it. 
Yeah. This is actually the one match I actually have to go back and watch. I didn't hear yes. much about it. But yes, definitely. This is this is this is a match that I I've written down as like this is a good match to rewatch in the future. Like I'll remember this match. Mm-hmm. The only thing I know from this match so far is I've seen the scar oh, on um on Sasha Sasha Banks. It's bad. And I was like that came from hair. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck you mean that came from hair. That I, it goes to show like how tightly braided that thing is. I hear that that's like time. 10 pounds of braid apparently. Oh. I can't imagine the amount of time that goes into that. I know, and how much time went into growing that. Like, you remember how long my hair got, guys? That took two years. Yeah. Yeah. This is my hair now at uh, four months and five days. Yeah. All, you know what? All I know is that I don't want to be the person just to, like, step on that ponytail when she's trying to get up. <laughs> and just, she gets that whiplash. Like, I, I would be dead. I would be part of the ground. Oh, yeah. Jordan, another thing you got to worry about is don't piss her off and make her turn around too quick. She might knock you out. Yeah, with that hair. Yeah, I might get hit with that yeah. anyways. It's collateral damage. <laughs> yeah, just, she turns around quick. Next thing you know, you got a, a braid square to the get, jaw. I got cracked in the face. <laughs> yeah. God, man. I just, I'm I'm kind of amazed that they actually went with Bel Air. Uh, yeah. I, we Sasha, picked Sasha. So, yeah, Sasha feels like, I mean... I don't know if it's because like they actually I rolled a die I think didn't I? Yeah, because you were undecided and then you kind of took it to chance. But yeah. Yep. I should have picked. uh, I should have picked Bel Air like I wanted. Match on uh, Banks and Bel Air. I mean, it's just a phenomenal wrestling clinic. Mm -hmm. When it comes to big match moments, nobody else can turn it up in that company maybe with the exception of a few performers like Sasha Banks she's a bump machine definitely doesn't always turn in the best performance week to week but when the lights are brightest she will give you a near five star bout every single time that she needs to come through in a big match yes and to give credit to Bianca Belair too like I didn't think that she would um do this well on the main roster, but after she had that whole feud with Bailey, I was like, yeah, this is a top-level lady here. Like, I don't know if you guys were really watching week to week, but I was she picked up along. Otis. Not at the time. She oh, yeah, I saw that, though. I saw away that. With that, was Otis. that was awesome. I was, my jaw was on the floor. Yeah. Oh, man. Picked up I was like, walked with him. I was like, okay, it's official. Bianca Belair has like some sort of ant DNA because there's no fucking way that's happening. (laughs) Yeah. Speaking of the of the lady herself, Bailey. Yes. Eh. What happened? It it's. I feel like you know they. She said that you know she went on public record and said like, hey, wrestle. I don't. They don't have something for me to do at, at WrestleMania. I guess they heard that and just found something for her to do. I and I'm sure and, and it's like her, her getting like kind of tossed around by the Bella Twins. I think she was that's just not being a Karen her. all WrestleMania. Yeah, I think she was. It was a bad place to be in. Every spot, except when she came out, when everyone cheered for her, I was like, "Yes, Bailey. Yes, you get your pyro, Bailey. Yes, yeah. demand mm-hmm. it for her. Get that pyro. You deserve I was with it, Bailey. On that one. Sp- speaking of pyro. Speaking of Pyro, really quick, mm-hmm. I am disappointed by the lack of times the cannons fired from the ship itself. 
Like, yes, I, I agree. I don't with know. That. I can't I think, remember. I think they were just cosmetic. Yeah, uh, Matt. No, you they went off the edge. Matt, did you you heard a thing a bit about some of the delay uh, the damage that happened with the ship? Didn't you? I don't believe I did. Oh, so, the wind. I, oh, right, that was from Mish. Was just like yes. knocking down like the masts and stuff on like the little pirate ship setup that they had, sort of in the background. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and uh, some of the, the it's only yeah, some of the uh, sheets got torn. Yeah. Um, speaking of though of other big props though at WrestleMania, we got we had a big box come down to the ring. I'm gonna put you down now, puppy. Oh boy, I'm putting you down. We're gonna talk about night two. Yeah, now, it's time uh, to talk about now, a big box. Now, uh, we're really glad that you're our friend. Oh God. Uh, now, now, Matt. Um, do, I imagine you don't want to spoil us too much about night two, right? Um, I mean, if you guys want to run me through what happened, then I'll give my reaction to it. We might as okay. well. He's he, he's All right, here. Sure. All right. He's gonna uh, see the show. Matt, grab the vodka, cause. Uh... Vince fucked up the fiend again. <laughs> I wouldn't say fuck. Okay, listen. Let me say this. I mean, the match was going in a fine direction. Screwed up the fiend is perhaps um, a tad harsh. But, yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, I know you could smell the chocolate right dog. The fiend, which means it's the day of the week ending in the letter Y. <laughs> yeah. Sorry about that, guys. Like he doesn't uh, even have to have supernatural powers. Just give him the old Bray Wyatt cult leader thing. Have whoever feuds with him have like these horrific visions turn back to an earlier version of themselves, an earlier gimmick, and there you go. Like that's, it's not that hard to write for The Fiend, but also they've spent so long making The Undertaker uh, the only supernatural entity in the WWE outside of like Kane, that they've forgotten how to like pass the baton to that next supernatural character wrestling. yeah it's no. ju- i just i you know what i guys i hate to say it, I'm, I'm i'm a bad uh i'm a bad critic i'm a bad podcaster i skipped this match i straight you up did i didn't really maybe, maybe because i was pressed i was pressed for time this week it's and fine. also because it's just like i i just i didn't want to have that thing but it's like randy orton wore white for once, yes, he did. That do was kind of nice, I guess. Like, I, I, I honestly even think I would have been fine with the match ending with an RKO if it had been more than one RKO. Yes, and if yes, the feed had like, also decided to kick out on three at least, or after yeah. after the three, like that's how they're keeping people strong. That's how they're keeping big guys strong in AEWs. They keep kicking out after right, like right after three. Yeah. Hmm. You know, it actually, now that you bring it up, Jared, I'm actually thinking that to myself. The match ended by a Randy Orton RKO. Bray Wyatt, the past month, I want to say before WrestleMania, was just no-selling RKOs left and right. Exactly. So it does kind of, like, put a hole in continuity. Exactly. Like, the match was going fine. It had a good intro, a good way of bringing the guys in. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, yeah, good entrances entire. Uh, in my veins. Um, whatever the hell it is Alexa did though, I- I'm I'm confused. She just yeah, had drips. Just... Apparently on Raw, so she just split it from the fiend entirely now and is her own woman with natural with mystical powers. Okay, fine. She stole mystical powers from the fiend. I think. For now, Nia Jackson, Shayna Baszler against Natalia and Tamina. Yeah, this was uh, this was nice for I, I. It was nice for Tamina to get a little something. The crowd seemed to be genuinely like interested. Yep. 
Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler face Natalia and Tamina again. This match was surprisingly longer than I thought it would be. Yeah, I'm looking at the time here. Was it 14 minutes? Yeah, that's like the yeah. second longest match of the night. <laughs> yeah. For that night. And um, honestly, I'm okay with uh, Nia and Shayna retaining. Yeah. I, I don't know really what you do with this women's tag team division right They've now. They've grown but... into a team. Yeah. They did it to It's like I said before, They we hate when it, they just throw random people together, but when it after some time, it really works because you Starts force it. Yeah. You force it enough. Mm. Um, worth it, I'd say. I, I don't know. It's good. They put on good match. Shannon Baszler still puts on good matches and still looks like a dominant killer. Mm, definitely. Um, I already said the stuff about this match. Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn under-delivered. Yeah. It, yeah, it wasn't anything special, but I it wasn't... It, it was far from bad. Oh, yeah. So, kind of middle of the road. Yeah. Uh, did you see... Matt, did you see the stunner that Kevin Owens gave Logan Paul? Uh, I heard about it. Uh, end of the day, at least for me, it's like, look, you know, after Bad Bunny's Canadian Destroyer, what was Logan Paul going to do to follow that? He had yeah. to take I mean, a move. It was what it was. Yeah, exactly. Great. Like, mm-hmm. you know... Like, as with other WrestleMania matches that have been hyped up prior to, mm-hmm. it felt like nothing could have delivered on what the IWC wanted to happen in no. that match. Like, remember when we got AJ and Shinsuke at WrestleMania in New Orleans a couple of years ago, I believe, for 34? Yeah. And everybody's like, oh, it's going to be, you know, amazing. It'll be like Wrestle Kingdom 12, and they're going to tear the house down, and everything's going to be great. And it ended with like a double nut shot count out. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, like dog is back. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, I mean, yeah, I think it was kind of was asking a bit much for AJ Nakamura, especially on like a WrestleMania that was that long, and knowing that the feud was going to continue. Sorry about that, guys. So it, kinda, it but, was what it was. By the same token, uh, you know, the internet wrestling community has this trait at times to. Um, Overpromise something to themselves and then get mad when it doesn't deliver. Yeah. And I think at this point, for what it was, the style they're wrestling, the company they're wrestling for, sounds like it was a perfectly, you know, acceptable Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn match. It doesn't sound like they're done with the dispute. Uh, and I think realistically, the internet community has to understand it's not going to be all pro wrestling gorilla all the time. No. You know, no. You know it, look. You're gonna get disappointed sometimes. It's in in essence, it's still kind of that same carny business it's always been. Mm-hmm. But I think realistically, with uh, with Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn, we have to understand this perhaps as the start of a longer term story. Yes, but maybe that was. I'm alive. There you are. We hear hey. you. Can you? Hey. Hear oh us? my god! Can we? That was embarrassing. Welcome back. <laughs> Hey, it's all right. Technical difficulties. Okay. I love the, the internet end. these totally days, days. Um, So, Alonzo, what would you think of Nia Jackson, Shayna Baszler versus Natalia and Tamina? It uh, was a match that was actually, I would say, perfectly placed on the card at second on the match um, night two. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I it thought it did what match. it was supposed to do. Yeah. Honestly, I kind of had this called a little wrong. I thought that Tamina and Natalia were going to take the titles, but... It would have been nice for them, honestly, too, if they did. Yeah. I don't think Tamina's ever actually won a championship belt. 
the twenty four seven championship. Oh, that 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 doesn't count. I'm just, I'm putting my foot down on that. It doesn't count. It doesn't count. <laughs> no, it doesn't. Why? Because Marshmallow wrote, won it. No, because it's and, just um, stupid. It's just Matt. What are the sports stars that have won the uh, that title? Oh, the twenty four seven title is it? Yeah, it's just yeah. I mean, you know, twenty four seven is essentially the hardcore title, but like with the edges sanded down. You know, you <laughs> yeah, up. yeah, exactly. It's a round. It's a round circle. And it's exactly what it day, is. You know, when it comes to the twenty four seven title, you have to accept it's going to be something of a joke by its very nature. Like the uh, what's the title that was on a ladder? I'm blanking on the name of it. Is that the DDD? <laughs> DDT the DDT Pro, Pro. Oh, Iron Man Heavy Metalweight Championship. Yeah, yeah, that's it, Jared. Yeah. In some regards, you have to essentially look at the twenty four seven title as a slightly more serious version of that. Mm-hmm. You know and what? You, another yeah. joke of it is though about the belts is that the belt wasn't actually even on this WrestleMania. No, it wasn't. <laughs> but by the same, no, time, if you adjust your standards to the twenty four seven title mm-hmm. to think of it like that. It becomes amazing. Like, Bad Bunny took it on SNL when he performed. Oh, fuck yeah, he did. Like, that is an insane amount of clout for a title that really was not all that prestigious. Mm. You know, It also got an Old Spice commercial. It did. It, it With utilizes. Rick Bugez, Eric Bugenhagen. See, that's what I'm saying. It's not a prestigious title as far as the competitive history of WWE goes, but it's a title that can be used to bring more mainstream people into WWE. Into the fold and yep. have them be involved in some regard. Instead of having them be guest hosts for a year and a half. Bingo. So if you look at it like that, I think it does exactly what it's supposed to do. Okay. It does. But, it definitely does that. Bad Bunny wrestled at WrestleMania. We can't. It did great. But anyway, I digress. Uh, shall we go to the next match? Yes. Uh, yeah. Wait, uh, Alonzo, what were your thoughts on Kevin Owens versus Sami Zayn? Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn, honestly, that was a barn burner of a match. It was a bit, you know, held back for what they could do in a match. But for two friends with the history that Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens had to just go out there and have a WrestleMania quality match with your best friend, it was a beautiful match and a story for me. Definitely, definitely. Now, we go for, yeah, we're going for something kind of not really super serious to yeah. seriously hard hitting. Mm-hmm. Sheamus versus Riddle. I said these guys would shoot on each other, and they freaking did. So Shoot I, on I just, each other. Hold on. That was what a gunfight. Yeah, definitely. Uh, so, it, Sheamus, okay, first of all, Sheamus is an immortal. He yeah. doesn't age ever. He still looks like he still looks like he looked like when he debuted. He has an except, age yeah. except he's even more in shape. Yeah, he's even more jacked. He's he more toned. Younger. He looks younger now. Um, I will say a couple spots, a couple pointers. Um, Matt Riddle, nice recovery on the jackhammer. Yes. Yeah, like they, I, like I'm glad they didn't give up on. It. I thought they, 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 he muscled them up again to just to land the moves, actually how it was and properly. My God, <laughs> just seeing yeah, him when he was halfway through, it was like, wait a minute, is he? And they did is like, oh, he did. He did the just jackhammer, yeah. Just like he he fuck you Goldberg. And mm-hmm. Riddle just front flipping into just a flying yep. knee to the face. Good lord. Oh, that looked like the most thing <laughs> that whole match. I'm just gonna say, Ricochet and Adam Cole did it better. 
Oh, yeah. I mean, and and of course the finish. It was great still, but Eric Shannon Cole did it better. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, also, it, like, I shared this, Jared, I shared this picture with you of Seamus mid-bro kick while Mad Rubble is flipping yes. through the air. It's just like, Seamus, the Seamus face is going like, okay, how do I not kill this guy? Like, actually, how do I, how oh. do I like, kick him without just killing him? Yeah. Because this is going to go one to two ways. Yeah, uh, Matt, this is a match I think you should go back and watch, definitely. Oh, the the Riddle Sheamus? Eh. Yes, definitely. I mean, I'll watch it if I get the opportunity, but it's not exactly something that's Watch it while you're cooking something. I don't know. <laughs> it's, Look, I, I will like say you, it's it's 10 minutes. Yes. Like, like you guys said, I was live in the building for uh, Adam Cole and Aleister Black at TakeOver Philadelphia, wow. so I don't really feel like I need to see the Wish.com version of that. No, I said Adam <laughs> Cole and Ricochet. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, no, like, my thing is, it just, Matt Riddle doesn't really do it for me. Fair enough. Okay. I don't really like his Yeah, that's fair. So, like, I, I don't really feel the need to watch him in the ring. So. He looks like he looks like a dweeb on that scooter. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, that, that scooter oh, is yeah. the easiest thing ever. Guys, he had a scene with the great Kali and Rob Van Dam, where Rob Van Dam straight up just gave him some rolling papers live on oh. WrestleMania. <laughs> <laughs> That's, that's it's Florida. It's WrestleMania. That's, that's a vibe. That's a vibe for Matt Riddle. But anyway, yeah. uh, to the next match, I believe. Yeah. Yeah. The uh, Nigerian Strum fight between Apollo Crews and Big E. Uh, awesome seeing Wale. Yeah, I was good. It was, it was cool awesome seeing Wale. Wale. And that's yeah. all I could say about this match. Um, involving um, musical, involving music itself or musical instruments. Because my God, guys. <laughs> They had drums around the ring. Didn't use one of them. No, nope, they didn't. Use no, one they just kingdom. beat the hell out of each other with kendo with, sticks. Exactly. There was there was a gong. There, I, I enjoyed the gong spot. There, okay, there was a gong spot. That was that fun. Was, yes. Yeah. I mean, just use those. Use at least one of those uh, drums, or like punch no a drum through the and like gimmick it. Yes. So you can like you go to punch a drum and your hand goes right through it or something. Exactly. Then try to hit your your other opponent with the drum with the drum still on your hand. Yeah. That's great television. Yes. <laughs> Yeah. I uh, mean, I, I felt I felt like this match was kind of a little too—I don't want to say too violent, but like a lot. There were a lot of like ring apron spots that I felt like weren't really necessary, especially at that point in the show. It just—it yeah. didn't feel like it didn't feel like I don't want to say it didn't feel like it earned that level of violence, but it. It did for that feud, I, I kind of can agree to that. Yeah. I don't think the feud was going on for that long enough. To, or at least I don't think that then they used the drums properly. They could have been used a lot more. No. Yeah. Like like we were saying with the weapons. Yeah. Um, did, I mean, was there a table the spot? Feud? There was a table spot, yeah. Uh, there was oh. a table spot, yes. Okay. Yeah. Um, honestly, I think this match deserved to actually have a clean finish. Yeah, instead of um, instead of a running by yeah, Baba Tunde Dabakato, um, or I think his new name is gonna be something like Commander Isaiah. I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't fuck. Big ass dude is, from Raw Underground. That's, yeah. that's what I got him as. His first name's Bob Dabakato. <laughs> yeah, uh, but he was Dabakato and um. In Raw Underground, Baba Tunde, in his singular appearance at the Greatest Royal Rumble. 
<laughs> so we'll see what he is this yes. time around. We'll see yeah. what the heck. I feel like this group is going to grow. Do you, oh, you know, what if she, uh, Shelton and Cedric, if they've got any heritage? Oh, boy. What if they joined? Uh, oh, man. What, is it, what the fuck is this? Donation of domination? Pull out these. Pull out the crazy Nigerian accents, which, th- like this WrestleMania was the first time I heard that accent, and I'm just like, okay, I can't, I can't. Yeah, do seriously. Yeah. Yeah, I'm with Jordan on this. I was, I, I can't do the accent. It's, it's yeah, killing no. me. No, I, I appreciate I, the fact I that could he's, hear it for ten minutes, but now that's no. it. I appreciate the fact that he's consistent with it. Like it doesn't drop at any point, but it's yeah. Uh, All right. Hmm. Another thing, also, Biggie continuing on with uh, the tradition of get a musical entrance, you're losing your match. Yeah. While the very yep. next match breaks <laughs> that tradition. Yes, it does. Yes, it does. Rhea Ripley defeating Asuka for the Raw Women's Championship. Good match. Great Finally. musical entrance for Rhea. Finally, yeah. some justice for Rhea Ripley after losing to Charlotte at WrestleMania last year in front of nobody. Yeah. But yeah. also, oh my god, Asuka. How how is a Grand Slam champion this disrespected? I don't know, man. It's just like I uh, I will say I haven't seen this match either unfortunately. I just didn't get the time to see oh, it man. as far as Asuka, it's just it's unfortunate. Like it's it's unfortunate just like every time WrestleMania season comes around, like something else pops up and Asuka kinda has to be the one to to do the job and Yeah. It, it's unfair, but you know, that that's just unfortunately that's just what that's just what happens by circumstance. For whatever so, reason. Sad to see. I mean it's still a great match. She got a great opinion. performance. I wish it could have been a little bit longer of a match, honestly. Mm. Yeah, in my personal opinion, I don't know how you guys feel, but I think Asuka was the MVP of the pandemic era wrestling. Oh, yeah, she really – she she, she did, was. Like, she did her absolute best to be as entertaining as possible throughout, throughout – whenever she was on screen. Yeah. Like, I, Again, like Drew McIntyre, it feels like she got the short end of the stick after a year of doing that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she definitely did. Like, I'm just thinking to myself off the top of my head – um, during that weird Money in the Bank match where it was held at WWE headquarters, oh, and Oscar's just going up to the top floor, and Oscar's just dancing around in the elevator, having a good yes. old time, and it I, it split my sides. I it was great. Hey guys, I got a little bit of uh, breaking news ish uh-huh. uh, from a group from a group I'm on on Snapchat. Someone shared this from the four three four. Mauro Ranallo will be returning to wrestling for one night, and it will be on commentary for the Kenny Omega versus Rich Swan title for title match at Rebellion. <laughs> of course he is. Ooh. Of course. I, I I look forward to. I would. I want to watch that. I definitely want to see that. I Rich like. Swan's been great. Mm-hmm. I like. All right. Yeah, we gotta have that. Probably have that on the Discord server. Maybe. Yes. Um, Maro is is amazing on commentary. Yeah. Um, Rhea and Asuka once again though. Asuka getting a great entrance at WrestleMania like she deserves. Uh, a great singles match again for her. Um, Rhea was ready though. Rhea was ready. Yeah. Now before we uh, before we move on to the last match, I want to. I just quickly announced there's also there's also the E Boy oh championship. Now okay. 
Now, I'm glad I double-checked my, my thing because I actually made a, a mistake initially. Oh? Remember the... Uh, the uh, and we're, So we're combining points from Stand and Deliver, correct? Yes, Both we nights. are. Uh, All four nights of wrestling. Yes. Here's the thing. So, uh, because... I, I initially put down for some reason that we both picked Tony Storm and that Tony Storm won. That wasn't the case. Zoe Stark won. Yeah. So, therefore, and I counted the points, uh, we both have 13 points, so we tied. Are you serious? I know. I, I You know what? You can, you can check my math. You can look at my comparisons if you want later on. We'll issue oh, a correction gosh. for next week, but we tied. It's a good thing I changed some of my predictions. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, you son of a bitch. <laughs> if I hadn't That's changed that Cesaro Rollins pick. Oh, man. And still! Yeah, by time. Eloy champion! Yeah, by time. You loser. Mm-hmm. Oh, this reminds me. I had an idea mm-hmm. for Money in the Bank. We could talk about this afterwards, though. Sure. Because uh, Alonzo here is telling me that he's eyeing our uh, our beautiful E-Boy championship. <laughs> yeah, I am. I am. It's always fun to make predictions with friends. Exactly. So, Alonzo, we definitely would love to have you back on. Matt, if you'd love to give some predictions for a pay-per-view at one point, that we do something like this for the E-Boy Championship. Yeah. Uh, I will check my schedule, but I'm naturally very bad at predicting things. (laughs) Understandable. Uh, having Having been in news for the last two and a half years, I'm more on the reactive side of things than the proactive uh, side of things. Yeah, fair enough, fair enough. And got you there, got you there. Speaking of reacting, let us react to the main event of WrestleMania, the triple threat match between Roman Reigns, Edge, and Daniel Bryan. I love uh, the tribal chief. I oh, love this. hell yes. I, love I am not trying to have Roman Reigns show up at my house and beat my ass. So all hail the tribal chief. You're gonna yes. give that. You're gonna you sit know, at that table. I will, I will give him whatever head of whatever table I am at. Yeah. I will tell you this right now. That was the right decision if you're trying to continue to build Roman Reigns up as a star. Oh, absolutely. Yes, I agree. Yes, this is what I was saying about earlier with looking towards the future, is that Daniel Bryan is looking like he's going to retire. Edge, I don't think he can really sustain having a title run. And but that's but that's what I'm saying. If you want to cement Roman Reigns as pardon my French, the big dog. I know we don't the like to big use dog. The big the dog. The big dog. If you want to cement Roman Reigns as the head of the men's division on whatever show he is, you can do a heck of a lot worse than having him beat an all timer in Edge and a soon to be all timer in Daniel Bryan. Oh yes. Pinning, I believe, both of them. Yeah, pinning both of them. Oh at the same my time, god. Stacking them. That's just like yeah, that's a clear message. Jey Uso involvement. Yeah. Honestly, I think these guys turned me into more of a parent than any other match on the card because I was just like, oh, God, his head. Oh, God, uh, his neck. Oh, God, his Concertos. Here's the other <laughs> yeah, thing. Yeah, those concertos. Here's the other thing, though, too, is now free of Roman Reigns, who will go on to another feud, maybe with an NXT call-up, maybe with uh, another maybe with member C- on the roster. Maybe with we'll Cesaro. Oh, that'd be nice. I'm either Cesaro or Big E. I'd have Ooh. to guess. And I can only imagine this will be the case. It's going to be a short to medium Daniel Bryan edge program because both of them are going to be mad at the other one. For getting oh, yeah. in the match. Yeah. 
Oh. So we essentially get an edge Daniel Bryan. That's oh my fun. god! All right, that's gonna be good. Um, I can't wait. This was a not, true WrestleMania are main event. Not, are you not sports entertained? I uh, thoroughly, definitely sports entertained. Yes. Uh, I will. I will say about this match. Uh, for as far as triple threats go, this was tightly knit. Like yeah, it never dragged. It, it even though it was like how long was this? The match was twenty one minutes long. Longest it match of the weekend. Yeah, and in longest match weekend, but it never dragged. It mm-hmm. never felt like I I was I never got bored during the match. It actually went by. I felt like it went by in like ten minutes, even mm-hmm. though that wasn't the case. Which is that's that that's one that's definitely a best kind of match when <laughs> time just flies, but you're absorbing everything. Um, Heyman selling the yes lock at ringside. Oh my gosh! At us like oh, like it's really selling. Like like it was hurting Heyman, and he wasn't even in the move. Roman was. Mm. Um, I do. Oh my god, Roman's faces. Yeah, Roman's faces. Um, Roman's faces. faces. Speaking of faces, the one, the only speaking of faces, the one down side of this match was just like I think Edge's crazy eyes was was a little much. Yeah, it was a little goofy. (laughs) It was a little silly, but um. That was my only nitpick. Um, I can't take him for- insane and incensed anymore. He's just been yeah. such a longtime wrestler. Yeah. Um, my favorite bit was just when Roman got put in like a double submission by both men. Yes. And Edge and Daniel Bryan looked at each other and went like, let go. No, you let go. No, you let go. It's just, <laughs> it was such, it was, un- maybe it was unintentionally funny, but I found that a good bit of comedy because Edge is just so and this whole feed was so serious and edge is so gritty and serious and roman's such roman's really serious it was just it was i appreciated that spot in there just for a bit of levity i enjoyed that thoroughly um yeah yeah this yeah i'm this is a one of the best wrestlemania main events in a very long time definitely Hmm. Uh, actually you know what i'm gonna bring up a moment from that match mm -hmm. that actually helped having fans in and the audience Mm-hmm. Because if you noticed when um, Roman was going to powerbomb Daniel Bryan mm-hmm. through the table, no one would accept him as the tribal chief. And you could just see it on Roman's face, just visibly pissing him off oh, further yeah. and further. It was just, oh. it was great. The crowd was chanting, Roman sucks. And it's just like, guess what, man? Nothing's changed. Exactly. They still don't like you. Yes. They still don't like but you. But now it makes it sense. Serious. Here's the thing, though, when it comes to Roman Reigns having this heel turn, right? For years, he was the squeaky clean, the next John Cena, right? Mm-hmm. And nobody liked him for it. Mm-hmm. And now, proving Daniel Bryan's point during his eco-warrior gimmick that wrestling fans are fickle, mm-hmm. yep. he's the heel we've always wanted. <sighs> yes. Yeah. And we still don't like him. <laughs> As overall, as a community, at least in that stadium. Yeah. Yes. I think it's fantastic. I love what they've done with Hill Roman, pairing him with Heyman, mm-hmm. you know, making him this badass tribal chief guy. Everything works. Mm-hmm. But Except for his fact, damn music. <laughs> yep. Well, yes. But I mean, at the end of the day, you know, Jim Johnson's not coming through with another banger of a theme. He's not. He's not <laughs> I think in the that way. was one of his last themes that he did, wasn't it? Yeah, I think the very last uh, WWE theme that Johnson did was like Baron Corbin's new one. Oh, wow. So at the end of the day, this is peak Roman. And I feel like as a wrestling community, nobody appreciated John Cena while he was there. No. You know, nobody appreciated The Rock fully while he was there. No. Mm -hmm. Nobody appreciated Stone Cold fully while he was there. Mm Mm-hmm. 
I think we should appreciate Roman Reigns while he's here, while he's wrestling, because at some point, he's the next guy that's going off into acting. Yeah. Yeah. He's he's not going to be here forever. It's not going to be, you know, Roman Reigns not. main eventing WrestleMania every year. There's going to come a day where Roman Reigns will not be a full-time wrestler anymore. Mm-hmm. So, at least for me, my feeling on the matter is enjoy him while he's here. Yeah, definitely. That's, that's definitely a good takeaway of this uh, of this weekend. This whole show, just just in, just enjoy. I think I don't want to say like enjoy it for what it is. I mean, you can pick apart, you can nitpick, you you can have critiques and issues with it, like I did. But pretty yeah. much, like it's it's just nice to have fans back, even if it was just for one night for a little while, two nights, two nights for a little while. Um, Especially hearing that um, at some of the other shows, apparently there were have been some confirmed COVID cases now. Yeah. Um, keep safe, guys. Make sure that you're t- and tested if you're out there. Yeah. Uh, and if you're at any of these shows. Mm-hmm. Um, I heard also that uh, AEW's The House Always Wins was a pretty good show. They're going to release that eventually. Or at least yeah, in yeah. Parts. I heard good things about that. Yeah. Um, strange tag team matchups, though. Mm-hmm. Uh, some of them. And... Um, I don't know what else to really say to transition this. Guys, thanks for joining us. Yes. Thanks yeah, for having us. Uh, it, it, it's been a pleasure being here, guys. Glad to. All right, Jordan, why don't you uh, start our closer, brother? I gladly will, sir. Yes. Uh, let me let me find it. Almost lost it. Thank you so, so much for joining us here this week. Uh, whether it was watching us live here on twitch.tv slash JNJ underscore Securicast or listening to the audio recording of this podcast at Google Podcast, Amazon Music slash Audible, uh, TuneIn, uh, plus uh, TuneIn, Alexa, Listen Notes, Spotify, and our and uh, Podbean, which Podbean, you can find us on Podbean at jnjsecurecast.podbean.com. Uh, you can find us on our Facebook page, uh, which is our main source of information for us, which is uh, facebook.com slash jjsecurecastpod. You can also now follow us on Twitter at jjsecurecastpod. Again, the same uh, the same address as the Facebook, just with uh, just with the at symbol in front of it as usual. I, I need to add that to the top up there. Okay. do that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, please don't, well, speaking of social media, please don't forget to follow us on our social media, which you can uh, find on the top left of our screen. But if you're uh, listening, you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at jryan9000. It's over 9,000. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I promise I'm going to try and start posting toy photos on Instagram because I have, I've had some ideas. I just need to pull out the light box mm-hmm. and the camera. And you start doing that. And you can always... Follow Jared here on Twitter at jgalls1918, Instagram at jgalls15, and on Twitch at twitch.tv slash jgalls15. Uh, guys, do you want to plug your social medias or are you good? Yeah, feel free to, please. I'm, I'm good. Trust me. I enjoy uh, ranting about my favorite. Yeah, audience. I'm good. I like being, I like quiet in my life. You mm. prefer, you prefer anonymity. I don't need fans. <laughs> you prefer anonymity. An- well, anonymity. Al- Alonzo, Alonzo, we're your biggest fans. Yeah. We're your biggest fans, man. Matt, I'm one Aww. of your biggest fans, man. I love you guys. You guys are my fan. I love you guys. Great. Uh, Glad to have had you guys. Um, If you are listening to us on Podbean, Spotify, or any other audio services, make sure to check us out when we are live on Twitch. That's what we are right now at twitch.tv slash J and J underscore Securicast. 
Uh, we go live on Thursday nights, usually around 8.30, and stay on until around 10. Join us and interact in the conversations we have on chat that now also appears on the screen when you type. It does that now. There's little, there's little boxes, and they're pretty cool. Uh, feel free to email us with any some suggestions or anything you want to talk about, anything nice you want to say at jjsecuritycastpod at gmail.com. Big thank you to Adobe Stock Music for our intro theme and Purple Planet Music for our outro theme. And with that, I think we've locked up this Securicast for the evening. That was a lot of fun. Oh my god! Yeah, this was great, guys. Oh, so glad yeah. to have you guys. Uh, yeah. Overall, other thoughts. Um, the dynamite, real quick. Uh, we mentioned about wrestling ratings. Um, oh, you mentioned. Oh, it feels good. It feels yeah, good, man. man. Dynamite, dynamite's uh, last night. Uh, tonight. Oh no, last, last night. night's dynamite. I'm getting my dates mixed up. The yep. ratings were released today. Uh, for, uh, last week, uh, last week's dynamite did around six hundred sixty-eight thousand, I believe. Mm-hmm. Yesterday's, this week's, one point two million. That's double. Live, that's almost. That's almost double. Yes. Like it, double would be like yeah, a, like one point three, I believe, one point three seven or something like that. But yeah, just it's such a nice. It's it feels. I I'm happy for Dynamite. I'm happy for NXT as well because they got a, quite a big ratings bump as well. Yeah, I feel for Impact Wrestling. <laughs> Oh God! Sorry. Impact, Impact was on Tuesdays, right? Yep. Oh boy. They were eight to ten on Tuesdays. Uh, now so is NXT. Mmm. All right. Oh, look at WWE picking fights they can win. I mean, hey, Kenny Omega might soon be on Impact more often. That might boost ratings for Impact. Oh boy. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Oh, man. If he wins that title from Rich Swan. Mm-hmm. Uh, Matt, I gotta have you over more for Dynamite again once you get vaccinated. Yeah, once I'm all uh, set up, definitely. Hell yeah, man! Gotta get you back into the wrestling. We all. I gotta have you all over. I'm tired of being in the house. Hell yeah, man! Um, with that being said, let me start up our closer music. All right, there it is. Thank you guys so 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 much for joining us. This was a lot of fun. Oh my god, to have you guys. We're looking to having to have more guests soon, some actual uh, pro wrestlers, hopefully really soon uh, on the, from the indie scene. Uh, I might get to try to get a connection of getting some guys from Dark if any of them are still in contact with my buddy Dan. We might get my buddy Dan first because he is a professional wrestler. Um, yeah, I don't know what else to say. Thanks for watching. Um, yeah. I watched. Watch the- bye, goodbye. Yeah, bye. Oh wait. Oh, oh yeah. Wait. Cancel your oh, yeah. Peacock account. Cancel it. Yes, because they released superstars today. It's a pandemic still, and that's bad. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. (laughs) All right. Understandable. Feel free to do it if you want. It doesn't matter to me. Okay, but yeah, I see your point. Yeah, whatever. Have yourselves a good night. Thanks for joining us, guys. Bye!